Welcome in, one and all. We are glad you're uh, with us. And for those joining us on the Bud Light live stream, people are saying, well, I didn't pop up. Uh, if you missed the beginning of the show, there was a giant uh, computerized meltdown via the uh, platform we stream on. It's a, it's a platform called Restream. And I don't want to get too technical, but we, we go to Restream, and then Restream is our studio, and that sends it out to everything. It sends it out to YouTube, it sends it out to Facebook, sends it out to Twitch, sends it out to Twitter, and anything else that we're on. And it, it uh, for whatever reason, melted everything down today. So normally I come in, I click two buttons, and we're on the air, and today everything was gone. So my apologies. Uh, I guess it'll you know serve me right for not checking things an hour before the program, but uh, we've been sitting here getting it... Uh, getting it uh, kind of up and running ever since. So my apologies for all of that. But it was just something that, that happened and didn't expect it, but is what it is. Uh, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. If you want to find us, that's the way to go ahead and do it. Would love to hear from you. Uh, again, 877-867-1670, and we'll continue to add new things and such to the stream as as we can kind of rebuild it. But it looks like my weekend project is... It's, you know, you think you're going away for the weekend, and you're going to relax, you're going to have some beverages, uh, you know, uh, and instead it just, you know, now it's become a, a lot of work. Everything we've built up over the last couple of years was wiped away. I mean, it's gone. So thank God we back it up in folders, but you got to rebuild everything all over again. So <laughs> cry me a river, right? You're probably sitting there going, just just shut up. Just, just stop. Big pain in the butt. Uh, I agree with you. I, I've got that. Um... Tom says, I had to sleep at a Motel 6 last night. Worst uh, motel I've ever been in. You know, it's funny, Tom. It, there, there was a Motel 6 that used to be up the street from my house. It was terrible. It, they ended up shutting it down. The, the police were there so many times, it was ridiculous. Then again, I've stayed in a couple of Motel 6s. I've always said, look, because yeah, it looks like it's very glamorous when we travel on the road, and sometimes it is. But if I just have a clean bed, a place I can shower, a TV I can r relax in front of, and Internet that I can use while I'm trying to work at night, I don't care. I don't care if I'm in a tent. As long as I'm warm, I'm comfortable, I'm clean, and I can sleep. That's it. That's it. But I completely get you. Completely get you. 877-867-1670. Uh, by the way, uh, our buddy Chris. Uh, Chris drives a truck for a living, and apparently he had to go unload the semi. And then get back on the road. He said, stay warm. Hello from Iowa. It's negative five. And he had to go through with uh, all that garbage we had yesterday with a unloaded trailer. So, boy, not a uh, not, I, I wouldn't have wanted to be out and about in a semi yesterday in any of that crap. That's for sure. Ooh, Tom Bodet, we'll leave a light on for you. Remember that? Yeah, we'll leave the light on. One of those yellow bug lights gets shot out in the middle of the night. All right. <laughs> As someone who's spent many a night in a tent, Bill, I yes, I will throw a challenge flag on that part of your comment. You know what? Some tents are okay. Look, I've I've spent nights in, in the RV. Then but again, the RV. That's not a tent, you know. <laughs> that's I a know. freaking RV. That's nicer than a <laughs> Motel Six. Come on now. I know. I know. I get it. I understand. That's like it. saying, yeah, I'd go sleep in a tent, and then you go stay at a Four Seasons. Uh, yeah, you got me on that one because it's got a shower and a refrigerator and a microwave and everything. Come on, TVs, air conditioning, <laughs> air conditioning, a mattress, heat, get out yeah. of here, a toilet. Yeah, 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's in the, that's in the, But as the rule goes, you know the rule in the RV, correct? No, I've never been in an RV. I, I camp in tents. The RV, in, in the one I go around in anyway, there is, uh, as they say in the, in the Spanish language, there is no dos. So what, you just no stop off at a, at a nice rest stop to do it there? Yes, you do. Yes, no dose. But when you're sleeping I'm in a tent, you, right now. you don't have that option. You're in the woods. Right. Uh, this is true. Uh, then you better pray you don't wipe your hiney with uh, poison ivy. Beyond That's that. another story. <laughs> uh, no dose. Uh, that is not something that you want to be. Because, you know, the other side of it is, yes, you are glamorized. You are in the RV, but... After a long night of tailgating and coming back from a Packers game and maybe taking some charity groups with you and they all enjoy themselves and have some beverages and such and they're all kind of sleeping by the time you get back and you drop them off at their car and they've sobered back up and they drive home, somebody has to go empty that thing in the middle of the night. So at 2 a.m. or 3 a.m., you're sitting there at Wisconsin State Fair Park or wherever else it is that you go and you've got the hose out and the gloves are on and, you know, you're hitting that button that goes whoosh and you don't mind the whoosh it's the first one that you hit and it goes whoosh. i don't care <laughs> you don't want to hear that sound just telling you you don't want to hear that sound man there you go um james says have you ever drank ayahuasca i have not i have felt like i have at times i guess but i have never Thank you very much. There you go. 877-867-1670. Uh, by the way, we are back up. We are running on the Bud Light live stream, and we are we are glad to be back. Thank you very much. Um, it, the, here's the other thing, Ben, that on the stream, and, and this is something to think about for all of you, uh, you know, crazy people out there. Um, on the stream, we have... Um, apparently everybody that was blocked on the stream. Now, if you were blocked on Facebook or blocked on YouTube or something, that's one thing, but everybody that was blocked on the stream is now back. Oh, yes. So every, I love this. Every raving, every raving lunatic and pain in the ass <laughs> that we've watched on the stream over the last couple of years is now back. The I'm, door. I'm anti-block bill. I'm the <laughs> man of the, the people here. The Pandora's box has now been reopened, and uh, the hate can begin to be spewed yet again. And uh, the quick finger of mine is on the button to block as it goes. But yeah, it's they're all they're all back. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, what a joyous day! Hey, how about them Badgers last night, Ben? Good win, huh? Yeah, good win last night. It was late, that's for sure. Yeah. Second half, man, they started pouring it on. Shots started to fall. It was good. I was excited. Were you giddy watching that game last night? I had it on here at the house, by the way. It was pretty fun. I had it on my computer. They finally got a double-digit lead going down the stretch, which they have not had in a year and a half. But it was good. They were, I mean, they were getting open looks. They were hitting shots. Iowa kind of played the Wisconsin game because they had open shots everywhere. They just could not make anything. So it was refreshing to see that happen to someone else. We did not get a big Fran McCaffrey freak out, which I'm quite sad about. <laughs> but that's a win they needed to have if they want to make the tournament. 
They get a 12-point win. Wall has a big night, 11 points, 14 boards, which was huge. Hit a couple of big buckets down the stretch, uh, and they grinded it out over Iowa. I, I was I was impressed. I was impressed. They pulled away with a nice lead in the second half. They were up by uh, they up by one, I think, uh, at the end of the first half, and ended up grinding it out in the second half. So good win for them. I like that. Good win for them. Now they continue on 16-11. and 11. Overall, 8-9 and nine in the Big Ten. You get a couple more Big Ten wins. You, and, again, you keep waiting for that springboard, you know. You keep you keep hoping for it. You only have three games in the Big Ten. Can you believe there's only three games left? That's the most amazing thing. you got, you got to go on the road to play Michigan. Then you got Purdue, uh, who is now number five in the country. You got Purdue back at the Kohl Center. And that, if you get the win over Michigan, is there a chance in hell of upsetting Purdue, Ben? Because if you get an upset over Purdue – um, going the next week. If you get an upset over Purdue, and then you can go on the road, you can close out with three straight wins, get one win in the Big Ten tournament, do you find yourself now firmly entrenched on the bubble as far as being in the tournament, or do you find yourself playing in Dayton? Is that where the tournament is? Is that the first four? That's usually that's always the first four. They always play it in Dayton, Ohio. Yeah, I, I think they'd be in at that point. And there's a chance they can upset Purdue. I mean, it's at home, right. which usually means everything. And that Purdue team lost to Northwestern just recently. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, Northwestern, boy, they that did you see that uh, when when they beat them, that place went nuts, and rightfully so. But that place went nuts. Yeah, all twelve of them. Yeah, exactly. Well, no, they had they. I give them credit because they showed out for that. They turned out for that game. Now I didn't see the upper deck, or if. If, if you want to call it an upper deck, I didn't see higher up than the first, say, 10 or 15 rows beyond the court. But when when the buzzer sounded, man, and the, and the threes were falling down the stretch, the place was just going nuts. Give them, I gave him credit because Northwestern is not known for being any kind of a, a big-time basketball program, but I, I give him credit. Uh, 877-867-1670. Hit us up. Again, 877-867-1670. Uh, I failed to mention at the beginning of the show, so I'll do it now. You can find us over on Twitter, at Bill underscore Michaels. At Bill underscore Michaels. You can find Ben Kenny at Ben Z. Kenny. Over on Twitter as well. Facebook. Facebook.com slash The Bill Michaels Show. Just simply Bill Michaels Show uh, over on YouTube and on Twitch TV. And uh, you can email the program, thebillmichaels at gmail.com. Everything's on the website. Uh, former shows and all that kind of stuff. Uh, podcasts and all of our platforms, Spotify, Apple, iTunes, Google Podcasts, all of it's over on the website, thebillmichaels.com. That's thebillmichaels.com. And uh, you can find us on the Google Podcasts and Apple Podcasts and Spotify Podcasts if you just want to listen to us, like I had mentioned. So plenty of ways to get a hold of the program. Uh, this one's from Jason. Jason says, uh, you heard that Aaron Rodgers has emerged, but how is he feeling? Does anyone really know? Uh, Jason, no. Uh, I mean, I didn't even know. I woke up this morning to the discussion of Rodgers has come out of the darkness. I mean, that's literally like the headline, out of the darkness. Aaron Rodgers. How did we find out it was an Oregon facility? The owner of the facility made it very clear that it was his facility. And I think there are... There are only three of them. Scott Berman is the guy's name. I wonder if Aaron gave him the go-ahead to say, don't say anything ahead of time, but after I get out of here, you can say what you want. 
because now the world is talking to Scott Berman. He owns Sky Cave Retreats. And he said that uh, Rogers left the the dark room facility yesterday. Um, so there you go. Apparently, he went in on Monday. That's he only two on days, Monday. Bill. So he was in on Monday, he was in on Tuesday, and came out on Wednesday. He was supposed to stay through today. So I wonder if he got scared of the dark. Just a thought. Started seeing hallucinations or something like that. Either that or DoorDash couldn't find him and he couldn't get food through the through the pellet door opening. I don't know. But, um, by the way, uh, Packers President Mark Murphy uh, said earlier this month that uh, no deadline for Rodgers to make a decision, but that he hoped for a resolution before the start of free agency, which I'm like, no, no end of the month. There's no reason to go an extra week and push it up against business. You know, get it all done now. Say I'm ready now. Talk about it on Tuesday with McAfee. Say I'm ready now. Come back. Be committed. Get ready to go. Even if, you know, even if you're going to stay out on the beach and you're going to start running laps or working on your legs or whatever it is with your personal trainer, but get in get in sync with Matt LaFleur. Get in sync with health and, and wellness and conditioning. Get in sync. Come back for OTAs. Come back, and if, you, if the young guys are here in Green Bay, come back to Green Bay. Come back to Green Bay. Start sitting down, working with them. Go inside the huts. Anything you need to do, just start doing it. Doing it right now. Be committed. For, for the $60 million bucks you're getting paid, be committed. Here we go. Let's do this. And uh, I, I just don't want to hear, you know, I'm going to go contemplate the universe when I throw on my Maui gyms and sit on a kayak as I go through the sea kelp that's just outside of my patio door as I go commune with the, the pot of whales. I don't want to hear that crap. Just let's go. It's football, man. It's football. Let's do this. So I'll be ready to go. Uh, 877-867-1670. Hit us up. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Good to have you back. The Bill Michael Show. We continue on. Hey, got to tell you, uh, we know we got a lot of fish fries coming up around the area, and it's always great to get out to a couple of good ones. And uh, one of the best down at Stenny, second to National Walkers Point, and uh, they uh, have they have a new location coming to Lake Country. Uh, it's going to be postponed. It's going to come later in the year, kind of in the fall, getting ready for uh, football season. But if you want a truly, truly, truly good fish fry, woof. Check out our friends at Stenny. Second to National Walker's Point, not to mention they run shuttles to everything. So they're going to run shuttles to Bucks games, Brewers games, Admirals games. They're going to run it. To, they run it to Packers games and even Badgers games. They run it to certain big shows in the downtown Milwaukee area. Summerfest, that is your shuttle destination. Go in, get yourself some good food, terrific beverages, and then shuttle. That way, it uh, kind of let them do the driving. You don't have to worry about it. Great friends over there at Stenny, Second National Walkers Point. And uh, coming to Lake Country in the fall, uh, right there on Watertown Road in Pewaukee, it's going to be Stenny's Lake Country. And I, for one, can't wait. I, for one, can't wait. Uh, 877-867-1670. You want to find us, please feel free. Go ahead and do so. Uh, so we got all kinds of stuff. Um, this is... Uh, what do we have here? Is is uh, is Gary still on in Fitchburg, Ben? By the way, no. Or is he gone? Okay, he dropped off. So, 
the girl blue did the dark retreat, Ben? Yeah, I sent you the link to all the testimonials. Okay. And I, I guess I could tweet them out, but I yeah, I don't want to play them on air because I don't want to lose all of our listeners. Right. Though I, uh, some digging has found that, yes, Blue of Earth uh, indeed oh, was a, uh, a spokesperson for said retreat. So apparently he followed her down that primrose path. Don't you think is- Rogers is somehow monetarily involved with this company? Because ever since he's done it, like their owner has done interviews with everybody in the world. Right. And they said their wait list is now back like two and a half years, two year long wait list. Right. Um, Just saying. Boy, I maybe I, I <laughs> just. Okay. Is there is there audio of blue? Doing this retreat or coming out of the darkness of this retreat? <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll grab it. Give me a minute. <laughs> yeah, if if you can get it, because I gotta assume, okay. And, and look, I I don't mean to. Well, I'm lying. Yes, I do mean to make fun, uh, because it's just I, I get it. It is a different. It's you and I don't do this. You know, you, I, the listeners, we we don't do this. This is not something you and I do. We wake up in the morning, we do our job, we go to work, we do it the best we possibly can. At the end of the day, you know, if you have a great day, maybe you're energized. If you have a bad day, you're you're down, you're pissed off, whatever it happens to be. But you probably have your dinner, you probably have a beer, you watch something, you do a little more work, or whatever it is that you do to unwind. You're playing solitaire or hanging with the kids or working on your, you know, outdoor deck or whatever it, whatever it is building a car, whatever it is we do. And then we go to bed and we wake up and we trudge through our next day and we make it all work all over again. We don't take tens of thousands of dollars for people to put us in four walls and in total darkness to shove a burger through a pellet hole and then think we're, we're, we're somehow on a deeper and or higher plane than everyone else. Oh, by the way, I have gone a little bit mad and I smell like my own feces. We, we just, that's that's usually not what you do, man. Bill, I think I'm going to take editorial control and not play this one-minute video. Okay. It's like, I I can't even go through half of it without wanting to turn it off. Can, can we, now what I'm trying to do is trying to give you a taste of the people that emerge from the darkness. So... Oh, there's some if people that are just absolutely sobbing uncontrollably. <laughs> <laughs> you got to visit this website, man. It's insane. Uh, okay. But then the sob turns into a laughter. <laughs> oh, I, I think they're sobbing because they're saying, I can't believe I spent my money on this. I accidentally pooped on my own plate. Oh. You know, that type of thing. I couldn't see. Now, from what I understand, by the way, there's candles in there, correct? In the images that were shared, I would figure they would be put out. Yeah, there's like candles or something. So it's not like you're in darkness to where your eyes came and adjust to the the light anymore. Give me me 10 seconds of blue. Give me 10 seconds. Okay. Is that, that'll be enough, right? That's enough. That's more than enough. Here it is. Give me 10 seconds of blue. Oh, the, the safety of it is a huge part, is to feel safe, is to feel taken care of. Um, 
and I really, really felt that. I felt, felt that from the moment that I met you, and um, I think that what you're creating here is really important. <laughs> that is somebody who is so full of crap. I felt safe. I felt really safe. It's what you created here. I put a padlock on a door and put you in a dark room. Shut up. God. Oh. There are some people who walk around in life in flowing robes and with this deeper sense of knowledge, and we all look at them and go, we know you're full of crap. We, we know you're full of crap. That's it. Yeah, Chris says, uh, you can just hear John Candy running through the door going, bear, big bear, bear, bear got me, big bear. <laughs> oh, I love that movie, The Great Outdoors. Yeah, it's you just, you just want to say, okay, enjoy yourself. You have become what a lot of people just can't, can't fathom and can't relate to. You enjoy your day. Go drink tea. Put your pinky out. Call it a day. Oh, yeah. To to not get us in trouble, right? I think I'm going to hold off on the other testimonials. Okay. okay. But there is a link if you go to skycaver. Put the link out. Put the link out. Slash. Yeah. Put the link out over on Twitter, <laughs> and uh, and then people throughout the day will periodically go and listen to some of the uh, some of the reviews, and they can they can then chime in and give us their own testimonial take of the testimonials. I think that's the best way to go about it. I, I don't want to kill off our entire listenership. So just, oh, I felt safe. You created that here. I felt so safe. I was, yeah, you've done that. You've done that. It's dark. <laughs> oh yeah. I can do the same thing. I can lock you in a room, stand outside. Nobody's going to get to you. You feel safe. Give me 10 grand. How yeah. are we looking? Someone said on the morning show, you could do that. It, it's called prison. Right. And when you get to prison, you do another bad thing. You go to solitary. Right. I saw, I saw Shawshank Redemption. I know what that's all about. You know. <laughs> Just, But maybe it's the accent. Maybe that's what does it. You know, like, I have no idea. Like, there's this level of higher arrogance to it. Oh, you just created that. Yeah. Just, just come on. Oh, my goodness. There you go. There you go. Uh, Blue. Now, is that her real name, by the way? Or is that just some no, kind of thing that she made up along not. the way? Yeah. That's her influencer name. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> influencer. Yeah. She's an influencer. <laughs> I'm going to create my own channel and call it gas. And it's going to be myself and just comical outtakes of Peter Griffin. And we're going to do all the shows at Chipotle and Taco Bell and La Casa Tequila. That's it. Just going to call it gas. Oh, I felt the release of pressure. Oh. <laughs> what are people doing? Where's the normalcy in our life anymore? Oh my God. I told uh, you, seven, I told you oh. it was in Oregon, though. Uh, yeah, yes, it is. In, yeah, yes, yes, you did. You know you know who else hangs out in Oregon in those tall trees? 
DB Cooper? Sasquatch. Oh. Allegedly. Yeah, Sasquatch. Yeah. You, you, all you need to do is to combine that with the show Chasing Bigfoot, and you got something. You got something right there. <laughs> so, what if telling you, you right now. They turned the lights on in the room after four days. And Bigfoot's in there. And you're, and you're Wouldn't cuddling, that be great? You're cuddling with Bigfoot. You're snuggling. You thought it was like a Chewbacca rug, and it's not. That's the best. You wake up, it's Bigfoot. It's awesome. Come on. You know, and you're like, oh, man, were you just were you just at a Starbucks in Seattle? Yes. This is great. Actual confirmation that there's Bigfoot running around out there, and he enjoys himself a freaking latte. Awesome. More of the Bill Michaels Show and stupidity next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michaels Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. You got to hit it, bang it, rock it, put it in the pocket. Hit it, bang it, rock it, put it in the pocket. Hit it, bang it, rock it, put it in the pocket. Welcome back. Joe Michael Show, we continue on. We are glad you're with us, and uh, thanks so much for uh, for hanging out with us. 877-867-1670, If you want to give us a shout, please feel free. Again, 877-867-1670. And, uh, oh boy, here comes all the unblocked stuff that's been coming for quite some time now uh, on the program. Oh, my goodness. No, Mike Clemens, by the way, is not covering this. Just so we know. Just so you know. Uh, Mike Clemens was not there upon the the exodus of Aaron Rodgers from the retreat. Uh, Mike, uh, it wouldn't surprise me, to be honest with you, but uh, no, Mike was not uh, Mike was not a part of that. Mike was not all, all over it. Um. The uh, by the way, uh, we are now in the midst of uh, the uh, franchise tag period. The Baltimore Ravens have, have gone into kind of a uh, um, a standoff, I guess, for lack of a better term, with uh, Lamar Jackson. Um, they are waiting to find out uh, as to whether or not um, Lamar Jackson wants a Deshaun Watson contract, and. The, the And I don't blame the Ravens. I, I've said for a long time, there are not many people in the league that I would even give a guaranteed contact track to. I think the only person you could give a guaranteed contract to was probably a kicker. I know that sounds stupid, but he's probably one of the only people that's not going to get injured. Um, I'm not giving a, 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 a giant full-blown contract guaranteed to a quarterback. I don't care who they are. I'm just not doing it. Um, Lamar Jackson has proven that oh, over the last few years specifically that he is a running quarterback. He's, his accuracy is at times questionable. He gets banged up. He misses vital games. Um, this year he wasn't even available for his team in the postseason. Now some seem to think that he was holding out specifically because of all of this, basically saying, hey, look, for every game that I miss and every game you lose, I become that much, much more valuable. I think there's certainly a value to him if he wants to be the highest paid player over the next few years. He could certainly be that. 
But all in all, I'm I'm not giving him, uh, I'm not paying Lamar Jackson 250, 300 million guaranteed. I I'm not doing it. I'd rather let him walk because if he gets again, bang. First of all, he's taking a ton of money, and we all know that it's not easy in this this league to be able to to win and win championships with a quarterback, one guy making that much money. Uh, and secondly, he's only one hit away from running around and and losing the remainder of his career, and you're stuck with it after that. So no. I'm I'm not doing it. I know people think I'm crazy. I'll be honest, between you, me, and the fence post, yeah, he won an MVP, but I don't think he's that good. To be honest with you, I just don't. I don't think he's that good. People get mad at me for saying it, man. I mean pissed off for saying that. I just don't. I don't I think he's an unbelievable athlete. I think he is a, a, a hell of a runner. He's a creator. There's a lot of things that he does extremely well. But as far as being one of the best quarterbacks in the National Football League, I don't think so. I just don't. I'd go Patrick Mahomes. I'd go Joe Burrow. I'd go Josh Allen. Uh, You know, up until last year, I'd say Aaron Rodgers, obviously. You want to get paid on that level of greatness, but you're you're not even winning in the postseason. You're not getting your team consistently. You're, You're battling with Joe Burrow in your own division to even win your division. I'm not paying him that amount of money. And I know people are going through the same thing in Cincinnati, saying whether or not they should or they shouldn't pay Joe Burrow. I I wouldn't be paying Joe Burrow that amount of money. I'd make him the highest-paid quarterback, but I'm, I'm I'm not paying him all that guaranteed money. It's just, it's, it's, it's just not worth it. Because if they go down, it's the what if. And the, the quarterbacks want you to live on the, well, what if I get better? And what if I win you a championship? Okay, well, what if you get hurt? What if you get hurt and you're making all the money and we can't fortify the rest of the team? We can't even find a really good backup because you go down. I, I just, I, I don't think I could do it, to be quite honest with you. Here's the my problem with it, Bill. If you're yeah. the Ravens and you're their front office, how do you sell it to your very talented ready to win team that you're going to get rid of the star quarterback, right? Cause there are a bunch of guys in that locker room. I guarantee like a Mark Andrews, he sees Lamar go somewhere else. He'll want out too. And if you, if you say uh, now what the Ravens offered him was a Deshaun Watson size contract. It was only with about 130 million guaranteed. And I, I did, I, I think that's a little ridiculous. Uh, but if you make him a legitimate offer, if he wants two hundred and fifty million, don't guarantee all of it. You know, say I'll I'll guarantee one hundred and sixty million of it. You know, that, that's a lot of money. I mean, that's making a genuine offer. One hundred and sixty, one hundred and eighty million of it. I'm just not guaranteeing all of it. I can't do that. I agree with that. And then if your guys look at you and say, "Oh, I can't believe you didn't do that," say, "Look, Deshaun Watson's an anomaly." Kirk Cousins is an anomaly. It, it's it's. I'm looking out for you. I'm looking out for the team as a whole. I know he's good. We under. We, that's why we offered him that amount of money. That's why we wanted him to be one of the highest paid quarterbacks in the league. We know he's good, but I am not going to risk the entire franchise for for any player. And for that, you have to respect that. You know, I don't. I, I don't. 
I don't uh, get mad at any player for getting what they can get. What I get mad is at the stupidity of a team to completely wreck a franchise over all the guaranteed money. I would have said the same thing had Aaron Rodgers wanted everything guaranteed. I I think the franchise actually, which, you know, the, the, the other problem I have with this is when the players then say, well, it's not about the money like Rodgers did. It's like you, you need to keep your mouth shut because if it wasn't about the money, then why did you take it? Because you can't, sometimes you can't have all the money and the legacy championships to go along with it. We all know that. The only place you can do that is baseball, where, you know, unless, of course, you're the Brewers who pay one guy and can't afford really to pay anybody else. But beyond that, if, if you're in basketball or baseball or basketball or football or any other sport with a salary cap and you want <laughs> more than 25% of your team's total salary to go to you and still think that you can just pay everybody else and win a championship and everybody else is going to be happy, ain't going to happen. And on top of it, get the money, get the contract, swear that it's not the contract, curse anybody's name that says it's that amount of money, and then turn around and not show up and let everybody else do the work while you sit back and relax. And that's even worse. So I, I as much as I think uh, Lamar Jackson is a good player, I don't think he's a great player, and I think he's worth a certain amount of money. Certainly he makes that franchise go and makes him viable, but there's no way in hell. I'm giving specifically any running quarterback, no way in hell I'm giving a running quarterback a guaranteed contract for over $250 million bucks. Just what won't happen. Move on. I'll go build it. I'll go build it with somebody else. I'll I'll find somebody else along the way. I know quarterbacks are tough to find. I get that, but there's no way. Just I, I wouldn't do it. Uh 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. us. Uh would love to hear from you. Uh, let's do this. We're going to go ahead and take a quick break. By the way, coming up after the top of the hour, Andy Herman of the Pack-A-Day podcast is going to be joining us. Andy's going to be here. We'll talk with him uh, about all of this that's gone on. Uh, and just, you know, uh, <laughs> if he woke up today and heard that the darkness was, the emergence of the darkness happened, and then all the speculation and all the swirling of crap began to spew, does his anxiety level go up like mine does? You know, we'll, we'll get into all of that. Stay tuned. We've got a whole lot more of the Bill Michael Show. It's all coming up right after this. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Michael Shaw, we continue on. Hey, our friends over at Cunis, K-U-N-E-S, CunisRV.com. That is CunisRV.com. They uh, they carry just about everything when it comes to makes, models, uh, whether it's a motorhome, fifth wheel, travel trailer, camper van, you name it, they've got it. And the best part about it is they're growing throughout the great state of Wisconsin and well beyond the borders as well. But if you are truly looking for an RV, or anything in that particular mode, uh, whether it's Jayco, Alliance, Winnebago, Thor, Nexus. Uh, Nexus is the one we get every year. 
uh, Dutchman, Forrester. I mean, I can go on and on. They've just got about uh, they've got just about every brand. They do consignment, so if you want to get rid of yours and uh, and move on, and you don't want to deal with the hassles of people coming over, and knocking on your door, and all that kind of stuff, and appointments that are missed, and frustration, they can handle that for you. Their inventory is continuing to grow now that we're kind of you know out of the supply chain issues, so to speak. And boy, oh boy, like the Elkhorn store has. A ton of inventory. It really gives you a terrific selection of different floor plans, different models, different types. Just really good stuff and new and used. But I um, completely uh, say, look, uh, when it comes to looking at the website and checking it out, go to Cunis, K-U-N-E-S, CunisRV.com. That is CunisRV.com and see for yourself what it is they have to offer. And then, you know, you can kind of pick your destination. You And if you're within 50 miles of one of their dealerships and you want to consign yours, you can sign it. You, they'll come and get it for free. You know, they'll, they'll come and get that thing for free. Uh, no hassle, no big commissions or anything like that. So they'll they'll take care of it for you. And it, plus it puts inventory on there a lot, too. So check them out. Go to Cunis, K-U-N-E-S, CunisRV.com. And I know there's a lot of big conglomerates out there when it comes to RV dealerships, but Cunis is really... They, um, they're kind of like your, your, your backdoor, your, 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 your backdoor kind of people. You're, they're the ones that, uh, you know, you, you yell out the back door and you're like, they're your neighbors, you know, Hey, what do you got? You know, I got this. Okay, great. They're your friends. As opposed to these giant mega stores, these mega boxes that, uh, that, you know, seem very antiseptic, I guess is the best way to put it. Cunis is great. Uh, they really are. They're great people. Go to Cunis, K-U-N-E-S, CunisRV.com. That is CunisRV.com. Uh, coming up after the top of the hour, our uh, buddy uh, Andy Herman, Packet A Podcast, going to be joining us. We'll talk with him about all of this stuff. Uh, this is from Jace. Uh, no, I already read that. I don't want to do that again. Jason, uh, thank you for the email. Jason's given me like three emails today about all kinds of different stuff. Jason, you are getting your voice heard, that's for sure. Our buddy Steve... Uh, here's a photo page from the Sky Cave Retreat. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, that's not complete darkness. You know what I mean? That that really isn't. That's, uh, I mean, you know, they got your own little fireplace in there. And, yeah, you're kind of, you're basically, instead of calling it, like, coming complete darkness, just call it where I'm cutting myself off from the rest of the world. Is that a good way to put it? Sure. Right. Yeah, I guess. Um, because I'm, it's there's lights, there's candles, there's skylight, there's. You well, know. they turn them off. <laughs> okay, but it's I can't not light imagine out in the darker room. Okay, well, it doesn't look like it looks to what it looks like to me. It looks like a monk's monastery. Like you are more cut off from the world and cut off from certain things in a monk's monastery than you are for this to act like you're going into this box of this, you know, chamber, if you will, where you are just gone from the world. You're nothing. You're within yourself. That's it. I, I, I don't know. We'll have to hear about the experience. I'm sure Aaron Rodgers will tell us about it. You know, he'll say how much light and how much darkness and how many hours of whatever I guess you have, but it, you know, it, to me, a, a, a depth chamber is you're you know it's what people do for hours where you go into this and it is completely black you can't see anything 
there's a, a an oxygen that's pumped in. You're either laying and immersed in this salt solution or you are in like a, a, a massaging type of bed where there's no light, no nothing. And after a couple of hours, you get out of this and then you have to adjust to the light and you're like, wow, you know, no matter how hard it is you strain to see, you can't. That to me is one of these these chambers. This is like this is like a mountain getaway where you're just, you know, you get to go play Little House on a Prairie for a little bit because you, get, you probably got to chop your own wood, you know. Uh, and then, what, Dan, um, have you never chopped your own wood? I have chopped my own wood, by the way. I have a whole outdoor uh, in, encasement of it. Heck, yeah. I got my buddy Suds. Suds brings me a, a load of wood or two per year. But, yeah, I chop my own wood. We got a couple of trees around here that have gone down over the years. And, yeah, I don't mind chopping wood. Chopping wood is actually a hell of an exercise. That's oh, good. In case you didn't know. It, it's chopping good. wood. Uh, and I used to do it the old way. Now they've got an actual bit that you can put on the end of your drill, and you can just drill down through it. And it splits the wood for you. Uh, I don't even. I I used to have the old way where you tap in, you know, the awl, and you you know drive that then in, and the you split it by hand by, you huh? know, hitting it with the back end of an axe or a sledgehammer. Oh yeah, I used to. That that's the way my dad and I did it. Oh, I mean, just it, hitting it with an axe. Take away the oh, I, the other thing you talked about. No, I can do that. That's no big deal. Do you have uh, do you have paid wood wood cutters in your RV when you camp? No, I don't. Usually, but I will say this: I have taken like one compartment underneath the RV. I have filled to the brim with wood, with chopped wood before, and uh, and taken it with me. So that way, if you wanted to sit down at a fire pit or something, you didn't have to go buy firewood. Uh, I just chopped it up. It sits next to my house. It's clean stuff. It's dried out stuff. It's it's not carrying you know, ash borer stuff in it or anything like that. But I, you know, I chop it up and take it with me. And yeah, I've done that before. But I, I, man, when I was, uh, when I was a kid, my dad thought it'd be great to swing an ax and take trees down up on the property where up on the farm. And that would get the baseball swing in order. Oh, you talk about that there. Now, there you go. That's where you got to wear batting gloves. If you are cutting down trees by hand, not with a saw, but with an ax, where you're taking three or four wax, you're sharpening in it, running it on a stone, taking three or four more good wax, trying to cut, trying to notch out that V, get a couple off to the side, get the tree to fall the direction you want. Oh, yeah, I did that when I was a kid. You betcha. Seventh, eighth grade, freshman year of high school, working out for football. Oh, yeah, my dad was really big into that. The way my dad was one of the guys that said, "Hey, that's the way I did it. That's the way you'll do it." It was toting bales of hay and uh, chopping down trees. <laughs> that's the way you got in shape for two seasons. Coming up, Andy Herman of the Pack a Day Podcast. He's going to join us. That is coming up next on the Bill Michael Show. Hang in there. The Bill Michael Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.